Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, April 8th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your three Washington headlines for the day. We have a brand new excerpt from John Boehner's new book, On the House, Joe Biden Really Wants to Negotiate. That's the second story of the day. Chris Coons, one of the president's top allies, talks to us about the president's priorities on infrastructure and energy. So listen, uh, Anna, myself, and John Bresnahan, the three uh, founders of Punchbowl News, three of the founders of Punchbowl News, covered John Boehner's Washington when he was speaker for a long time, covered his entire speakership, and Brez has covered him for 20 years. So we are particularly interested in his book on the House. And uh, we got our hands on a copy. Thankfully, it's out next week. And it is every bit as interesting as you'd think it would be. There are tons of behind-the-scenes stories about Boehner's three decades in D.C. And there's a really interesting story that he tells at the beginning of the book. Um, about an experience with Donald Trump, and I'm going to sum it up for you. Uh, Boehner was minority leader, and he was up in, I think it was New York, about to play golf uh, at a Trump club, and he was playing with some insurance executives. And um, all of a sudden, it was just three of them, and all of a sudden, they heard that Trump was going to play with them. Uh, Boehner says he was friendly, and in, but an in-your-face, this-is-how-they-talk-in-New-York kind of way. He was, quote, direct, loud, and intense. Boehner and Trump at this point didn't really know each other. Um, as they were getting ready to start, Trump went over to uh, an aide to John Boehner and asked for the insurance executives' names, and the, the Boehner aide said, I think it's Joe and Jeff. So Trump said hello to Joe and Jeff, and then they went off. And um, Trump was quite good on the course, but that's not the the uh, the the part of the story that's important. As they came off the course, Trump was in a great mood, according to Boehner, and because uh, they had won. They shook hands with the insurance executive and said, good match, Joe. Well done, Jeff. And one of the insurance executives stopped them and said, guys, our names are Mike and David. So they had been calling the insurance executives the wrong names the entire trip. So Boehner, would, Boehner laughed. It was a little embarrassing, he said, uh, and, and Trump did not laugh. So Trump got up in, in Boehner's aide's face and said, what are you, some kind of idiot. These guys' names are Mike and David. And uh, then Trump looked at the aide and said, you want to know how to remember somebody's name? You expletive listen. Uh, and you can imagine what the expletive is there. We'll keep this a family show. Um, so Boehner laughed at the time, but he had an interesting observation about the whole episode. He said, I'd never seen anybody treat a staffer like that. Not in politics, not ever. This was more than New York bluster. This was real anger over something very, very small. We had no idea what that anger would do to our country. A very interesting book. Again, we're going to be hosting a um an event with Boehner in the coming weeks to talk about this book, to talk about Washington and his time in Washington. So uh, I hope you tune in. Number two, uh, the White House really wants to negotiate on its infrastructure package. So this is really interesting. Joe Biden last week rolled out an infrastructure package with $2.5 trillion of spending paid for by a corporate tax hike. Democrats, by and large, and I was skeptical of this because I didn't think the Democrats would be for uh, a tax increase, but they basically are. They are for this corporate tax hike, which brings the corporate rate to 28 from 21. There is some room for negotiation there within, but they are for the general principle. But then something really interesting happened over the last couple of days. Biden signaled in a speech yesterday that he's for negotiating on the whole thing. He said, quote, compromise is inevitable. Changes are certain. In the next few weeks, the vice president and I will be meeting with Republicans and Democrats to hear from everyone and we'll be listening. We will be open to good ideas and good faith negotiations. 
But it's not that alone. Yesterday, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo showed extreme flexibility on the corporate rate. She said, is our proposal to invest in eight years and pay it back over 15? We could have a discussion about that. Should we pay it back in 20 instead of 15? Is the corporate rate not 28? Is it something, you know, lower? So we want to compromise. So she's already given up the 28% corporate rate uh, just like that and saying we were open to compromise. Number three, Chris Coons, who we'll talk about again in a minute, one of Biden's closest allies on the Hill, proposed scrapping the tax altogether. So uh, a couple takeaways here. You know, there is peril here, obviously, for Democrats. Every step they take to the center, they lose votes on the left, and the House is extraordinarily tight. If they go down this road of negotiating with um, with Republicans, it could take a while. Well, this could be a, a Q4 priority instead of a Q3 priority. Bipartisanship is slow. It's really slow. It could take a long time. Uh, Think of all the machinations that Democrats went through in 2009 with Obamacare. They waited for Republicans forever. Eventually, that deal blew up. If you're a Republican, frankly, you're going to be super wary of any attempts at bipartisanship for a few reasons. Number one, because Biden said he wanted to do it in the past. He said he wanted to do it on the last package, the American Rescue Package, and he never did. He kind of had a he had one meeting and the two found that they did not. They did not uh, have any common ground and they backed off Uh, the 10 Republican senators that tried to negotiate with Biden on the last package suggested, frankly, that they didn't believe his bipartisanship talk this time around. They released a statement last night on that. So but to be fair, I mean, the White House has been telling us for weeks that they want to see this infrastructure package go through a deliberative bipartisan process. Uh, But now they have to show that it's time for them to show that. and, And it's going to take a lot of patience. Number three, Chris Coons. We hosted an event with Chris Coons sponsored by Southern Company on uh, Wednesday. A very, very interesting conversation in which we talked about a whole host of priorities. Coons said a lot that was super interesting. We talked about the infrastructure package, but most importantly, we talked about energy policy and we talked about um how he sees the new politics around energy policy. I'll take this back a couple a couple years. In 2009 and 2010, when I got to Capitol Hill as a reporter, um, energy policy, there was basically no common ground. Republicans did not we're not working from the same set of facts as Democrats when it came to energy policy. They believe the climate change was made up. They believe that the the government had basically no role in what they described as funky science or um, not settled science. But now Coons makes a super interesting point. He he basically said that there has been a major shift that Republicans are far more open to talk about climate policy than they were during previous administrations. They are willing to work from the same set of facts that climate change is real. Climate change is is a caused by man and Congress needs to do something that what they need to do is not clear, but but Congress needs to do something to uh, help cure the situation. Quite interestingly, we had a a fireside chat before the conversation with Coons with Southern Company CEO Tom Fanning. He discussed his company's push to become net zero on emissions by 2050, uh, how the company is approaching climate policy and Biden's infrastructure package and what's happening in Georgia related to voting rights. Super interesting conversation with the CEO of Southern Company, Tom Fanning. I'll tweet out the link this morning. I'm at Jake Sherman. I tweeted out the link yesterday, but you should really take a look at the entire program. Very interesting on everyone from Fanning, the CEO of Southern Company to uh, Chris Coons, a really interesting conversation, um, a pop-up conversation that we did on Wednesday. You should take a look. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You could also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.